Hello, I'm Jeffrey Mishlove, and today I'd like to talk about the chakras. Now, I hope that all of you viewing this video have at least viewed the first three segments of the In Presence series, and that's why the series begins with a link to all of the videos so that you hopefully will watch them in order, but it's understandable after the first three, you may wish to pick and choose and jump around, which is fine with me. Uh, but the first three I consider especially important. And in the third video, I've linked to a guided meditation that I created many years ago. And for those of you who've been through that guided meditation, you'll know it focuses on the chakras. But I don't explain anything much about the chakras. It's really an experiential guided meditation, not much more. So today I'd like to go into a little more depth about uh, how this conceptual system called the chakras came into existence. It really is derived from the ancient tantric traditions of India. Uh, it can be found in Jainism and Buddhism and in Hinduism. It's certainly part of yoga, part of Kundalini yoga. But you have to imagine this. It's a system that was developed through the practice of contemplation and meditation inwardly. It's not a system that was developed through dissection. And in fact, in the Hindu culture, dissection was really not legal, although I did a little research and discovered that there are medical texts and even surgical texts in India that go back uh, a long way that are very ancient. So uh, people who wanted to practice scientific forms of medicine somehow managed to do it. So uh, they had an extensive knowledge of human anatomy, actually. But this is inner anatomy, anatomy that you discover with your eyes closed. And the word chakra is a uh, Sanskrit or a Pali word meaning wheel. And it's sort of, you could think of it like an energy vortex or a wheel spinning around. And in the guided meditation exercise, I refer to the chakras uh, that they can be visualized like lotus flowers, either open or closed or opening or closing. And each chakra is associated with a center of uh, psychic perception, psychic awareness or emotional awareness. Now, for a long time, I've had this thought that you could incorporate much of Western psychology into the chakra system. And many years ago, I had the pleasure of interviewing the great uh, scholar of mythology, Joseph Campbell, and I discussed the system with him, and he agreed with me wholeheartedly about this. Think of it this way. We'll review the chakras. At the base of the spine is what is known as the uh, root chakra, the uh, muladhara chakra. And that is associated with, um, well, in the vernacular, tightest, uh, wanting to be acquisitive, possessive. It's, you could think of it as a coiled serpent or a dragon in a cave hoarding his gold. It's really the basis of modern economic activity. At least the science of economics is based on the idea that people are going to act in their own financial self-interest and financially people wish to accumulate as much wealth as they can. 
that's as fine as it goes, I suppose, but the whole field of behavioral science, one might say, is limited because they don't pay that much attention to the other chakras. It's all based on the root chakra. The second chakra, the Svadhisthana chakra, is associated with sexual activity and sexual sensitivity, sexual perceptions. And uh, this is, of course, the basis of a lot of Freudian psychology. Freud maintained that we repress our sexual urges and also urges from the solar plexus chakra, anger, uh, as, as well, viciousness, the desire to dominate and control because they're not socially acceptable. So there you get the Freudian unconscious. And one of Freud's students, Alfred Adler, even put more emphasis on the, this would be the third chakra at the solar plexus, talking about the will to power. And then Adler, later in his career, went a step further and he said, yes, people, and what we're talking about here is the primary unconscious drive of human behavior. Is it acquisitiveness? Is it sexuality? Is it dominance and the will to power? Well, Adler decided that there's an equally strong drive, the will to altruism. He got all the way up to the heart chakra. Then, one can talk about the need for communication in psychology. That would be the throat chakra. Now, the heart chakra is right in the center. You've got three chakras below and three chakras above. So one could say that the heart chakra is uh, a place of integration. It's a place of synthesis of the lower energies beneath the heart and the higher energies above the heart. And of course, our ability to communicate from the throat chakra also is an area of synthesis, communicating both the deeper, lower feelings and the higher ones. Well, Jung, Carl Jung is the psychologist who really began looking at the higher chakras, the third eye chakra, the area of archetypes, the collective unconscious, the world of dreams, the creative imagination, the world of fairy tales, for example. And then I guess you have to really leave it to the yogis and the great mystics of our culture to talk about what we think of as the seventh chakra, the thousand-petaled lotus at the crown of the head. This is really the gateway to cosmic consciousness or infinite awareness. So altogether, the chakra give you a very complete view of human consciousness, more complete, one might say, than the great psychological systems put together by Freud and Adler and Jung. It's really a magnificent system in that sense. And in the uh, traditions of Kundalini Yoga, it's very well worked out in enormous detail, the pathways between the different chakras. There are tubes, you could call them tubes, called nadis, in which the subtle energies flow. And uh, some scholars relate these nadis to the acupuncture meridians as well, and different kinds of energies known as koshas, energies of the subtle body that flow through the spiritual anatomy. But it's important to understand that while the chakras are very 
real, I think, and tangible when you look inside of yourself and think of the uh, emotional energy centers of your own body. I'm not aware of much that we can say in terms of actual physical correlations of the chakras. There, there's been some effort to correlate them with the endocrine glands and the acupuncture meridians. And even now, I, I did an interview, and I'm going to link to it right now, with Beverly Rubick on the human biofield. And Beverly is a very advanced frontier scientist looking at these subtle energies and how they may be actually measured today using physical, electronic equipment and the like. So yes, there are some interesting correlations between where these chakras are supposed to be located and different types of measurements that people like Beverly can make of, of the human biofield, but not to the point where we can say that these chakras are actually physical organs in the body. Maybe a better way to think of them is that they are subtle energy transducers that uh, if you consider the yoga philosophy in which there are more and more subtle layers of matter, that it goes from the concrete physical to what is sometimes called the etheric layer, the mental layer, the Buddha layer, this various seven sheaths, each more and more subtle until you get to pure spirit from the physical body, but it's, it's not a dualistic system exactly because there are layers and levels in between. So maybe if we had a more complete understanding of uh, the subtle energies, we, we would be able to say more about the chakras. But right now, I think the important thing to note is that when you look inside of yourself, these centers of energy that do seem to be located at various places in the body, the solar plexus feels quite different from the heart, feels quite different from the organs of sexuality, and quite different from the area of the third eye. That uh, it's a way of understanding yourself inwardly. And I encourage you to go through that guided meditation from the very third segment, the third segment of the In Presence series. Do it more than once. It'll give you an opportunity to develop more of an intimate awareness of your own chakra system and how it's functioning without judging it in any way. So thank you for being with me.